This is Bridget Masenga on SAFM. Chat set a breakfast as we wrap things up. Uh, the Archbishop's uh, final farewell is underway at the St. George's Cathedral out in Cape Town. Um, everybody is in attendance that, uh, you know, the Arch would have appreciated being there for his final moments. We've got standing by on the line Dr. Marlene LaRue, who is the CEO of the Artscape Theatre out in Cape Town, a rather iconic uh, theatre space in Cape Town, as we know. Archbishop Desmond Tutu had uh, chosen Cape Town to be his uh, forever home for many years now, having settled there and being quite the prominent, I'd like to think, the first citizen of the city of uh, Cape Town. Uh, Dr. Malene, how are you doing? Uh, um, there will never be another arch, that mm. I just want to say, because he was not just an iconic person. He, what I really learned, one lesson that I learned from him, mm. that everybody's extraordinary people. Mm. And that journey, I started with him when I was in 1986, coming from the rural area of Wellington mm. and becoming a student. And I'm a person with a disability. Mm. I contracted polio when I was three months old. And the arch also had polio as a as a young person, mm. and um, I was the first person with a disability at the university. And the arch took me under his wing. I became one of the student activists under the ANSOC, Anglican mm. Students Association. Mm. And today, one of those activists is Tavo Mahoba, the archbishop oh. that is going to lay. We were together at UWC at that particular time. And it's very significant because the arch played a very formative role. The way we think, the way, the compassion mm. with action. I just want to put it right mm. here. Is that the arch never was just a preacher. Mm. He was not just our spiritual leader with Colin Jones and Courtney Sampson that time. And when Tabo and I was a student. And I now speak about ANSOC people all over the world currently and in South Africa that can't be here in Cape Town lining the streets mm. as we're standing and watching. But the arch taught us that when you see injustice, you must act and you must stand up. Mm. And I believe wherever we are, and that's the legacy that we must take forward. And the legacy must be in action. For the young people that is listening now, mm. that is a time when the streets were burning, where the arch took us in that burning streets against the Caspers. Mm. Our burning must be now that you must become active as a young person, not just be on Facebook, mm. but becoming active, be mentors to other young people that is disadvantaged, accessibility for young people with disabilities. Mm. Be that young person that wants to make a difference in other people's lives. Don't look back because the arts is the last era mm. of leaders in the time against apartheid. Mm. What is what we need to do now is to be active, not just to voice, to raise our voice, but our actions must show that we want to make that change. Mm. 
Dr. Marlene, I think you surmised it so beautifully because the arch really was about compassion with action. And I think a lot of people in this moment saying, as we reflect back on his lifetime and his contribution, let's also, let's also introspect about how we take those lessons and carry them forward as the next generation. Our struggle may be different. Our struggle may not be about, yes. you know, the liberation of an oppressed people, but we nonetheless, we are a generation still plagued with struggles and future generations that will be plagued with struggles. And we need to then take those lessons from people like the Arch um, and incorporate them into our lives and move compassionately with action. Yes, and I also want to say that from a spiritual point of view, we must never forget that we now, the church can't go backward. Mm. The church must go forward and unite in interfaith that women must play a pertinent role. Mm. The gay community must play a pertinent role. Mm. Persons with disabilities, the vulnerable and the poor, that's the voiceless must be heard. But also economic wealth mm. must be distributed amongst all. Mm. It is not now the time to make the arch a pop star. Mm. And we need to guide against that. And we need to guide against people that can use this particular opportunity of the arts death to use it as career paths. Mm. That will be a total pity. Mm. We need to take the arts legacy and say, what are we going to do in our communities? Mm. Not just being on stages, but make the change where you are. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I mean, you've summed it up so beautifully. Just in one word, um, what, how would you remember or encapsulate your relationship with the Arch as a, a final closer for those of us who are listening to you right now? The Arch was in my darkest period when the media was not there. Mm. He came to hold my hand. When my cerebral palsy son died, mm. that is the nature and will always be the nature of the Arch that I will remember. Mm. Beautiful. Dr. Marlene LaRue, thank you so much for taking the time out this morning to just reflect back on a very personal relationship with the Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu, who is being laid to rest in his final resting home uh, this morning out at the St. George's Cathedral after having instructed that really in the true essence of Archbishop Desmond Tutu that he just wants everything to be simple. The less lavish, the better. Uh, and family and friends in the church who are leading uh, this particular ceremony have adhered and obeyed instruction as laid down by the Archbishop. Um, his hymns that are going to be sang today, I'm told, are personally chosen by himself. And they are all his favorite hymns from the church. He didn't want a fancy casket at all. Uh, instead, he wanted something very, very simple. No military parade. Parade, even though uh, he has uh, been given a, uh, a Category 1 uh, service. He didn't want a military parade. We saw when he came in, um, it was all very simple. And all he asked for was for the presence of love. So from every corner of uh, our respective homes this morning as South Africans, generations old and new, 
who understand the gravitas and the magnitude, the sacrifice and the contribution that not only Archbishop Desmond Tutu made for us in our existence and our liberation and our enjoyment, but also the sacrifice that his family made by giving him to us, handing him over to us all the years and saying he's not just ours, he's yours too. We send our love, we send our support to Mamleya and the girls. Uh, we say we are with you in this moment, even though we cannot feel the magnitude of your loss. We do feel it as our grandfather is being laid to rest this morning. 